Did you ever wake up and say I was born for more? Well, the answer is yes, you are. We live in a world where we're faced with everyday challenges. This podcast is created for you, the listener, to hear a story of captivation and motivation to bring you to your fullest potential. We welcome you to be a part of this transformation. I am your host, Melissa Alves, but my friends call me Melly with the power within where together we can discover your greatest purpose. Hello, I'd like to welcome Laura Schwint. She is a former dentist by profession and now an inspiring online marketer. So we'd like to welcome you this afternoon. Thank you for coming. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate being here. Awesome. So Laura, let's let's hear a little bit about your backstory and where you come from. Excellent. You bet. So I went to college and then I went to professional school. I went to dental school and got out and worked in the dental profession for almost 22 years. The last 10 years of that, I owned my own practice and it was a, a small family dental clinic in a small town and uh, did that until we had kind of a medical scare that went through my family. Started with my oldest son and uh, actually ended up being found in all three of my kids and then in my husband. And it caused us to really evaluate life and make some changes. And so I have now transitioned into more location independent work and retired from dentistry and am forging my way online with online digital marketing and network marketing. Excellent, excellent. So you mentioned 20 years in in, uh, dental? Yeah, about 22 years actually. Okay, and what made you start your own practice? Well, I had worked for many people. We had moved around. My husband was in the medical profession, so we had moved around for his career. And so I had worked in various group practices. I had worked as, as an associate dentist for other dentists and had really had a wide variety of offices. And it just came to a point where I thought, I, I want to create something of my own. I want to make it really special. And my whole focus of my practice was taking the anxiety out of going to the dentist. And so from the design to the smells to the amenities to how we treated patients, we even had a therapy dog. And um, that, that was just kind of my passion was I really wanted people to have a good experience when they came to the dentist because so many people are fearful of it. So yes, I'm guilty. <laughs> I always, I always pray before, before sitting in that chair <laughs> and while I'm there, I count. <laughs> oh, I know. I know that was, uh, that was, and that was probably one of the toughest things on me personally was that I knew and I felt that anxiousness in each and every patient. And it was something that really um, sort of drained me by the end of the day, you know? Mm. Right, right, right. So uh, is your, is your husband a dentist as well? So my husband is a physician. Oh, he's a physician. Okay. All right. And uh, you, you mentioned before in a small town, where is that small town? So we used to live in a small town in northern Minnesota, almost on the Canadian border. Oh, okay. Okay. And and how long were you there for? 
Oh gosh, we were there for, oh, I'm trying to do the math. I think about five to 14 years. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you have children? Yes. We have three kids. Okay. And uh, oh, were they born there? No, they were born um, in various places. One was born in Michigan, and then the other two were born in Minneapolis. We lived in Minneapolis for a little while as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, and then we moved. That was my hometown that we moved to. My mom ended up having cancer, and we moved home to kind of be close to family during that time and ended up staying for that, that long period. Of course, of course. When when family calls, you run. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, so you mentioned, um, and now you're currently in. Now we live in Oregon. We moved to the mountains. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that must be so peaceful. It is beautiful. A, it's a, 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 it's a dream come true. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. okay. So uh, when when did you decide that dentistry was no longer for you? So it, it kind of started when we found out about my son and I'll go just into a little detail, but we found out that he had a genetic disorder and uh, it affects his aorta. So his aorta, the part of the, that comes right off of the heart was really large, much larger than normal. And when we first found out, the doctor that, that we first met with told us he would need surgery immediately. And he was 13 years old at the time. And it was the type of surgery where they crack your chest open and do the repair. And so you can imagine for a 13-year-old, that's a pretty significant surgery. Of course. Um, and then he had lifelong restrictions, no contact sports, no heavy lifting with straining. Um, all this stuff. So it really shook us up. We were both working very long hours, busy hours. Um, we had built a big house on a lake. So we were sort of on the treadmill. And it shook us up and made us think we don't want to be on the treadmill anymore. We want to experience life. We want to be home. We want to be able to travel. We want to be present. And that it really, that was the catalyst that started us thinking about changing our lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And so it was a process for me because I loved my practice and I loved my patients. It was, so it was a process and it took probably about five years before I really came to the realization. And really what did it was when my husband found out that his aorta needed to be replaced because he had the same genetic disorder. And wow, so, yeah. I cannot believe that. So, and it, is, is that genetic? It is, it's genetic. And it's kind of silly because we found out that our kids, you know, have it. And then we didn't really explore which one of us had it. And, okay. and then we did and sort of accidentally. And my husband found out that, that he needed surgery right away. And so that was sort of the, yes, this, we really need to live life every day to the fullest. And we had always dreamed of living by the mountains. And that's kind of when we decided that we'd sell the practice and move and experience life. Wow. Wow. Now you mentioned uh, how you, you um, accidentally, came across. <laughs> what is, what do you mean accidentally? 
So with my son, he was just getting a normal sports physical and we heard a murmur and explored the murmur. And that's how we found out with him. Mm-hmm. With my husband, my husband actually just randomly decided to have a test to see if his arteries were blocked, just okay. getting into our late 40s. Right. Mm-hmm. Just a routine. a routine test. And his arteries were completely not clogged. Everything was fine. But the report said, however, your aorta is humongous and needs attention right away. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. So How did you... How did you and your husband, how did you first feel about that when that news hit you? That was a, an interesting day. I was actually with my dog at a specialty vet. She had an eye problem and she, we needed to have a follow-up appointment. And I called my husband and I said, you're going to need to take her to this follow-up appointment because I can't miss another day at the office. And he said, actually, I can't take her. And I remember just being kind of like, what? (laughs) You know, and then he said, because, and he told me what was going on. And at that point, it probably was my lowest point. I really felt like, my gosh, what else can we be dealt here? And and I try not to get teary eyed thinking about it. But it was a really dark period for us. Because between the time that he found out and the time of his surgery, we really had to get our finances in order our wills in order, where everything was, what would, how we would proceed if he didn't make it through surgery. He wrote letters and recorded videos to the kids and myself. Um, so it was a really challenging time, and um, it, it really brought us very close, so I'm thankful for it. And obviously, he, he came through fine, so I'm really thankful for that. Uh, and God. it has really changed how we live each and every day. I believe that. I believe that. Now, um, you, you said that this time was so difficult and, and you know, you, you, you did your wills and, and he wrote video letters and did videos. Um, how did he communicate to you in that time frame um, his, his sense of, um, of being scared? Yeah, there was there was a lot of long talks late at night because it was one of those things that we tried not to necessarily go there with the kids. They were right. they were at a, a tender age, and um, so a lot of late night talks. And yeah, he was really scared. Um, he's he's a pretty tough guy, uh, mm-hmm. but he's also very feeling. So he let his feelings out quite a bit, and um, and that was good. Boy. It was really good. We grew, like I said, we grew a lot closer and expressed love for each other a lot more often. Right. You get to value, um, you get to value time. Mm. Yes. Yes. Because it's it's amazing. We are all all gifted with 24 hours, Mm. but sometimes we take that that time for granted with Mm. our loved ones, with our family members, because our focus is, you know, to provide for them. Mm-hmm. And, and one thing that is so important is our health, you know, and I'm so glad that, right. that in, in your, in your husband's case, it wasn't like something drastic in the sense of it exploding, you know, right. it was like caught prior to due mm-hmm. to, due to um, that, te- that annual. Yes. Yes. So very true. And the time thing is really what, 
made me decide to retire and sell my practice because I would spend, you know, the normal working hours working on patients. And then many hours afterwards, I would get home late at night sometimes because there was just so much that you had to do after patient care, desk work and book work and stuff like that. And I missed out on a lot of kid activities. I missed out on a lot of field trips and things like that because, you know, you just can't take off for all those things. Um, And so, yeah, it made me really evaluate the time factor and and where I was spending my time. Not that I didn't love my practice, but, you know, family, family's pretty important. Oh, definitely. How, How many do you have? How many children? I have three. So two boys and a girl. All right, the three musketeers. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) So this was, um, getting back to your son, he is the, what child? Middle? He's the oldest. He's the oldest child. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, um, we we were chatting about how it did end up being genetic. Mm -hmm. Uh, So your husband would have been the the one to carry. Correct. Right? Okay. And... um, what about your other children? So the other two have it, we know, um, because it's a dominant uh, gene. Mm-hmm. And so, and it expresses itself differently. And and we're still learning about it. It's a very rare disorder. And so they really don't know fully a lot about it. So we, with each passing year, we, we learn a little more about it. And really, it depends how it expresses. It can also express itself muscular skeletally. So with joint issues, it can express itself as leukemia. Um, so it's just one of those things that we, uh, we watch with our kids. They go in for yearly tests and, um, and we just are thankful for each day with them and don't try not to focus on the what ifs. Oh, yeah, there's plenty of what ifs. We don't need to focus on those. Right. <laughs> focus on the gift that God gives us every day. Right, right. So uh, now your, um, your husband is doing well? My husband is doing well. He has, you know, he has some things that he used to do that he can't do. He used to be a big triathlete, and um, he, he can't do that anymore. But he, he hikes with us and still works out and is living life pretty normally. So we're happy about that. Excellent. Excellent. A blessing, a blessing. Yes. Um, I believe that we, are made, we, we were made and chosen for a purpose. And every individual that is here needs to live that out. Mm-hmm. Yes. So true. So true. Yep. Uh-huh. And finding that sometimes. And I think that at different points in your life, you can have different purposes. Oh, definitely. I totally agree. All the, all the time frame that you were a dentist, you served so many people and <laughs> you helped so many people, you know? Uh, and, uh, and now tell us a little bit about what you're doing uh, currently. Right. So that was one of the the scariest parts for me is that I was so specially trained in one area and I had done that one thing for so many years that I just didn't even know what I was going to do. What what can I do now? You know, and I knew I wanted it to be something that I could do any time of the day from anywhere so that I could have the flexibility to do things with my kids or to travel or things like that. So I really started exploring online 
marketing and network marketing. And that was the direction I took. And that's become my newest passion is wanting to help people that don't know what to do next, whether it be they're transitioning from a job, retiring and still wanting to contribute or do something, whether they're in a job that they love, but maybe need something additional, something fun or an additional source of income for college tuition or travel or retirement, or whether they feel sort of trapped in a job that and they don't know how to get out of it or what to do. So that's that's where my passion lies now is is helping people see that and see the possibilities that are out there. And there's there's so many there there's so many um to to be able to choose from and for you to give them direction is excellent. Yeah. Yeah, that's and and I feel like the more I live it, the more direction I'm getting and and it's just, it, it's sort of like that old saying that the more you learn, the more you realize you don't know. And mm-hmm. every day I just am amazed by all there is to explore and learn and figure out. And it, it's, I mean, the world is wide open. It is wide open. It is wide open with so many possibilities and so much time to, for us to grow as individuals as well. Yes. Uh, one of the things that you, um, in, in your lifespan that you could say, uh, that was difficult be, uh, could be in your practice or r- raising your family or with, um, or your spouse in your relationship. What, what would you have said was the hardest of all to pick from? Yeah, I think, you know, now that I've had time away to, uh, reflect, which I think is really important. Um, I think that there were many years that I did not pay attention to myself, self-care, spirituality, all of that. There just, there wasn't time, you know, raising kids, running a practice, having a a husband that worked and traveled. And I think that my health suffered because of it. And therefore, everybody else that I'm taking care of suffers as well. Right. And so I think that the most, the most difficult time, I, I really felt disconnected from who I was. And it hasn't been until the last couple of years where I've had time to focus mm-hmm. that I've realized how important that is to us and how much more whole I feel as I'm finding myself again as I'm letting that, that develop and that I want to, I want to give that to my kids. I want to them to know that that's an important part of life, that they should never shut that off. No matter how busy they get, no matter how crazy life gets, they always need to take time for themselves and do the self care and connect with themselves on a, on a deeper level. That's wonderful. Now, uh, when you say that you um, you connected with you, your spirituality and your and you notice you need more self care for yourself and this I can relate to because uh, as a as a mom and a and a woman and before being a mom you know and a wife um, we forget to do that we do because our life is very hectic and busy so what um, what can you say was that light bulb moment that got you that you said, okay, I got to focus on me. (laughs) 
You know, I think it was after I sold the practice, I went into like, my body shut down. I had been running at such a high level of stress, constant stress. And in that fight or flight, cortisol, high cortisol situation in your body. And my body just shut down and I felt physically terrible. I felt exhausted. I didn't have any energy. I didn't have any joy. I just wanted to sleep. And I know that my body was recovering from all of that. Right. And I just think, how much damage did I do? You know, thankfully, I've had time now to kind of nurture myself and, and get back to a normal. But I just think, had I just taken, you know, 10 minutes to 30 minutes a day, every day, maybe when I wouldn't have gotten to that point. Right, right. It's amazing what 30 minutes a day can do to you, right? It, it, right, <sighs> right. And, you know, you can fit it into the pockets of your day. I mean, I know it's hard. Believe me, you know, when you have young kids and you're running a business or you're working a lot or and maybe you're taking care of parents too, you know, you get pulled in so many directions. But I just think about, you know, you're sitting in the car waiting to pick up a kid, you know, throw in your headphones and do a meditation you know, instead of scrolling Facebook or just so many ways you can fit it into the pockets of your day. And I wish I would have done that earlier in life. I wish I would have figured that out earlier. Yes. Yes. And what, what did you do um, in that, in that instance um, to get you through that? Um, when I, when I was feeling so yep. exhausted, I, yeah, I, I really started just connecting. I had some great self-help books from Wayne Dyer. And Love Gabby Wayne Dyer. Right? <laughs> yeah. I pulled those back out and I started applying them, not just reading them. I started applying them. And that, I guess that was a lifesaver. So you started mentally preparing yourself for a change. Yes, yes. And I think that that allowing and, and knowing that you need this, you know, I think so often we put ourselves on the back burner when we're taking care of other people. And just knowing that I had physical evidence that not doing this was detrimental. And so I knew that I had to. And, um, and so it was validation, validation to take the time and do it. Right, 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 right. I'm so glad that you that you have uh, changed your your life around and and been able to um, to realize that because a lot of people could go on their whole, whole entire lives um, and not noticing yes. until until something just knocks them on their feet, you know? Right, uh, right, and that and that's I I hope that. I hope my message can reach someone in that situation before they get to that situation. Right. Right. Where you, you kind of know, you know, your life's on this trajectory that it maybe isn't the healthiest or maybe isn't the, as joyful as you want it. And so what can you do in this moment to change directions? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it can be simple little choices, just tiny little choices that add up to something completely different. Very true. Very true. Uh, and today, uh, what do you do for um, inspiration? 
So for inspiration, boy, I tell you, um, and it's sort of how we met. Boy, we're in some wonderful Facebook groups, and those people inspire me every day. I am so thankful for the groups that we have and the friendships that we have, because literally at any moment I can see someone doing something and I'm inspired and like you doing this inspires me so much. I just think, wow, how cool is that? And yeah, so that's one thing that I do. I, I just absolutely love to see the human spirit, what it can conquer, what it can overcome and what it can achieve when you set your mind to it. And so I love I, that. Yeah. conquer, <laughs> achieve, set your mind to and it. And set your mind to it. Conquer, mm-hmm. achieve, and set your mind to it. It's amazing. It is truly amazing what the human being can come, can, can do, can make happen. Yeah. 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 So I find tons of inspiration in Facebook groups. And then I find tons of inspiration from leaders in the world today, you know, that are really doing amazing things in a different way, in a loving, kind, compassionate way. Um, I, I, I think that you can, you can read the news and depending what you read, you can get really depressed and your view of the world can be really dark or you can find stories that inspire you and cause you to want to take action and improve the world we live in. And make a change, make a change for the better. I totally agree with you, Laura. Totally there. Now uh, you mentioned before that you jumped onto the online platform of of networking and that's exactly how we met as well. Mm -hmm. So uh, tell me how you, um, are getting yourself more involved and how you're helping others along the way. Awesome. Yes, you bet. So um, getting myself more involved, I've been able to create a Facebook group and that has really been a fun place to have interaction and engagement with like-minded people. And I have joined other Facebook groups that follow my Uh, ideals and the things that I'm passionate about. And so making connections that way. And then just seeing opportunities to help. I mean, someone posts something and you have the opportunity to comment or send them a private message and help point them in the right direction or offer support or offer congratulations or whatever it may be. I just, I feel like every day as one of my little habits is to celebrate people and so to find people that are doing great things and applaud them I mean because how good does it feel when you put something out there and someone gives you a heart or someone makes a comment and says great job also too, just then finding those people that have questions and being able to offer some solution whether it be you don't know the answer but maybe you know someone that does You know, someone reached out to me today with a question I didn't know the answer to, but I knew someone who would, so I connected them. Excellent. Excellent. Yes. Let me tell you that social media is an amazing tool to make new friendships, you know, and uh, like you said, give value and teach others and help others and um, applaud others. Give them those pats in the back that they themselves don't see at the moment, you know, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's amazing. It really is. Yep. 
Well, Laura, it has been a true pleasure having you on today. I would love to, for our audience to know where you can be reached. Excellent. Yes. So my Facebook group is called Digital Marketing Strategy Unleashed. And um, yeah, it's for anyone that's wanting to delve into the world of uh, digital marketing. And it also has a holistic and health centered approach to it. So because I found that that was such a big turning point in my life, I want to I want to give people tools and also have people contribute tools because I'm still learning myself, right? Yeah. So definitely they can find me there or they can connect with me on Facebook. I have a personal profile as well. Excellent. So you've heard it, uh, um, listeners. We will be sharing all of all of the contact information in our show notes. And thanks again for joining us, Laura. You have yourself a wonderful day. Thank you so much for having me and keep doing this. This is awesome. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. Take care. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Power Within, where your story can make an impact on another person's life. If you enjoyed what you heard, scroll down and leave me a raving review. Oh yeah, and don't forget, if you're not subscribed, hit the button and do it now so you won't miss out on our weekly episodes.